You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. The Knicks are on the brink of elimination after dropping game four to the Miami Heat 109-101. He led most of the way, but the Knicks were able to keep the game close thanks to a much better shooting night in game four. Knicks shot 48% from the field, uh, led by a 32-point performance from their point guard, Jalen Brunson. R.J. Barrett added 24. Julius Randle added 20. But the Knicks were plagued by fouls, turnovers, and offensive rebounds in the fourth quarter. The Knicks were beat to loose balls all night. They gave up seven offensive rebounds in the fourth quarter alone. In that same fourth quarter, they only had two members of the Knicks score. Barrett and Brunson were the only guys that scored in the fourth quarter. The Knicks losing this one. Jimmy Butler led the Heat uh, in scoring. He had 27 in this one. Bam Adebayo had a really monster night. 23 points, 13 rebounds. Knicks down in the series now. Uh, three games to one. And Jalen Brunson was asked in the postgame, what has to change for the Knicks? What has to change from these two games here? Everything. Long story short, we need to be better. I need to be better. Brunson keeping it simple there. He says everything needs to be adjusted in this one. Um, when it came to the offensive rebounds, uh, here was Tom Thibodeau explaining why the Knicks were unable to simply secure the basketball after the Heat would miss shot after shot after shot in the fourth quarter. Tom, fourth quarter there when they're getting every offensive rebound, what what are you seeing? What, what are they doing that you guys aren't? And we got to get a body on people. So they're shooting long. We're running in, and the uh, ball's going over our head. And finally, maybe the most discouraging comments coming from the all-star of this team, the highest-paid player on this team, the leader of this team, Julius Randle, on why the Knicks were unable to get any offensive re- defensive rebounds to help get themselves back into that game down the stretch. And just uh, maybe they wanted more. I don't know. Um, Excuse me. What was that, Julius? What was that? And just uh, maybe they wanted more. I don't know. Um, wait, wait. Excuse me. Say that one more time. And just uh, maybe they wanted more. I don't know. Um, oh my God, corny, lame, boo, tomato, tomato, tomato. I'm throwing tomatoes. What did he say? It's a joke, right? It's a joke, Goose. Right? You ribbing me? You ribbing me? I mean, I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I don't even know what Shut to say. Shut that soft ass up. All that soft talking. I know you can do it, man. You got the, you got the. Let's shut that soft ass up. Maybe they wanted it more. That's the answer we got from Julius Randle after this loss as to why the Knicks were unable to get any options, uh, defensive rebounds down the stretch. A really pathetic answer from a player who's put on another pathetic playoff run here. And. I don't know. I mean, we can go many places, Tommy, but I think to me it, it kind of starts and ends with Randall, uh, how he played in this game. He had six turnovers in this game alone. Uh, he We're going to talk about the officiating later on in this episode, but he had a bunch of fouls. He fouled out in this game. And then um, the, the lack of hustle, the lack of defensive intensity from him seemed to permeate throughout the team yet again and not here the Knicks are down 3-1. I'm shocked that anyone's starting with anything other than Randall, to be honest. Like I've seen a few pro game recaps and, you know, and yeah. even if Randall hadn't made the comment um, or he kind of said the quiet part out loud, um, I think it might've even flown under the radar. Um, maybe it's because I was focused on it after game three, because it annoyed me so much, but just watching his effort 
from the opening tip of game four. Again, this is the most important game of the next season, um, you know, to that point. Arguably the most important game of, uh, of Julius Randle's career. Most important game the Knicks have played in a decade, maybe this century. For him to come out, and again, if you guys haven't seen the clips, I hey, listen, you guys, you know, you know, most fans, you know, don't, don't have time to kind of focus in and, and rewatch the clips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, check my Twitter, the, the, my, my Substack. I posted a, a few highlights slash lowlights of the clips. Um, I mean, there's a play where he's just, you know, his, his body's stiff. He's, you know, he's basically ignoring Kevin Love on the perimeter, doesn't fight through a, a screen, gets a three. You know, the, the 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 closeout on Caleb Martin got a lot of attention in the fourth quarter. That was one of about four terrible closeouts. Um, yeah. Shout out to Jim Jackson for, like, yes. pointing out how bad that was. And, like, it's, it's unfortunate because I feel like, you know, really besides maybe, honestly, Van Gundy and Mark Jackson would be the, like, the only ones who were really – when star players show bad effort, they're really the only ones using on the national scene that will like call it out. And that was a great job by Jim Jackson to say this was awful closeout, bad footwork, bad fundamentals, bad effort. Every I mean, he he barbecued Randall and it was it was right rightfully so. And he could have been doing it the whole game, and he could have been doing it yeah. for the last two games. And that's the type of thing that's infectious. You know, we talked about in the in the post game. I I don't know how other his teammates can watch the clips and, and Tibbs is famous for saying, I watched the film three or four times. I don't know. I, I honestly, I'd love, you know, 10 years from now, if they write a documentary, like how that gets addressed in the film room, I, I'm going to, because either you ignore it and you don't show the, the, the film or you have to talk about it. So I don't, I don't know the, how that balance has worked out. Um, but again, the Knicks, as I talked about right at the beginning, the Knicks margin for error small, the things that had kind of their secret sauce, We'll control the glass. We won't turn the ball over, and and those are and and we're gonna outwork you. We're gonna out hustle you. We may not be the most talented team. We don't have a Giannis. We don't have a playoff Jimmy. We don't have a, a, a you know a prime LeBron. But you know we don't have a Steph Curry to shoot the lights out. But we got a collection of guys that band together. And, you know, collectively, as a whole, we're better than your collective. Even though you may have one or two stars that are better than our best players, etc. And those are the things that have carried the Knicks over the 80, the marathon 82 game season. Mm -hmm. And then in this post, and we saw it in the first round against Cleveland. Uh, Randall didn't play well, but you know, it wasn't, he wasn't glaringly terrible in terms of effort and, you know, coming back from an injury, et cetera. Um, But, you know, the, the, especially, you know, it, it, it it kind of bubbled up a little bit towards the end of the regular season. Um, We obviously he struggled offensively. Maybe if he scores, you know, 35, he competes on the defensive end, but one shouldn't be relying on the other. And that's what and 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 that lack of effort, that lack of attention to detail, um, you know, tends to trickle down, and that's what we've seen. And and it, it led to the fourth quarter. The Knicks had one last chance, likely to save their season. Listen, the series is not over. Crazier things have happened. Jimmy Butler sprains his ankle in the second quarter, of game five. We'll talk about all that. It seemed like the Knicks needed had one last chance to kind of put their foot in the ground and say, okay, this is, you know, we, 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 we're a proud team. We're, we're not going to go out. You know, if we're, if we're going to go out, we're going to go out fighting in, this, in the second half. They made a bunch of shots in the, in, in the third quarter, 10 of 11 from two-point territory, shot 77% from the field, um, on, you know, but the, Miami, you know, went, went shot for shot with them. Fourth quarter, you know, two, five, seven, six-point game right around there. In that fourth quarter, the Knicks gave up seven offensive rebounds. Yep. Kyle Lowry had two offensive rebounds. Caleb Martin had three offensive rebounds. In that fourth quarter, Kyle Lowry had more total rebounds, four, 
than Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson combined for three. Um, we've knocked Julius Randle. Mitchell Robinson also deserves to get knocked for his. Yeah, Mitch was terrible last night. Terrible. terrible. Um, he's been terrible this series. He was yep. especially terrible um, last night. Obi Toppin. And I, how many times I got to watch Mitchell Robinson before he moved to Obi? How many times I got to watch Mitchell Robinson get the ball around the basket and bring the ball down? He had a costly turnover late down the stretch as the Knicks are trying to make it a game within the last two minutes where he bounces the ball. Of course, he throws it right out of bounds. Uh, he bounces the ball, gets fouled, misses two free throws. Like, this guy's been playing the entire season. And you learn this in grade school if you're a big man. Grab the ball high, keep it high, go back up strong. And consistently with Mitchell Robinson, he brings the ball down. And the Heat know everybody on this team's tendencies. They know everybody's weaknesses. And they have just been hunting Mitchell Robinson as soon as he gets these rebounds because they know he's going to bring it down. And he had several moments in this game that I thought were almost momentum changing. And the last one kind of sealed the loss where he gets the ball, whether it be a rebound, whether it be a pass from someone else. And instead of just keeping the ball high and going up strong because he's seven foot one, he's bringing the ball down, making himself six one. I don't know how you can get to game whatever this is, you know, 90 of the season, 92 of the season, whatever it is. And we're still talking about this being a problem for Mitch. Game 92 of the fifth year of his NBA career. Yeah. Still takes the ball down, still hasn't figured out how to set a screen and takes free throws that don't go above the rim. Literally zero chance of, I'm not, I'm not talking about a little arc. They literally don't get above the height of the rim. Um, in, so I don't understand. Cause again, he's seven one. It doesn't take much to shoot. Right. Any arc. He's literally shooting down on the hoop. Um, yeah. but it, it, yes. So, uh, uh in, incredibly frustrating. And, and, and I thought that fourth quarter kind of epitomized, um, you know, just the, 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 the again, the, you know, Knicks got decimated on the boards, uh, four more turnovers uh, than the Heat in the game. Um, you know, Brunson played well. Barrett played well. As you mentioned, the only two guys to score in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, but uh, it, uh, it just wasn't enough. Um, and, and I think the, the most frustrating thing from a Nick fan perspective was they're not losing to the 73, you know, to, to an all-time great team or, or to a championship favorite. Um, they've lost the, the fourth quarter. They actually won that quarter 2019. They lost seven of the other eight quarters uh, of the three yeah. uh, of the two games played Miami. They've been thoroughly outplayed, out-hustled, out-worked, out-competed. And that's the thing that that you can, especially from a Nick fan base that that came of age, that cut its teeth with, you know, that heard about the 70s Knicks, um, the 90s Knicks, um, even the Spreewell, Houston, Camby guys, you know, there's the, the, the effort and heart and intensity um, to not play with that and to get beat, in, you know, by the other team simply having more of that um, has to be crushing. I know I cut Randall off, but I do want to give uh, that full comment from Randall, the context it deserves, I suppose. This is Randall on the offensive rebounding. Just uh, maybe they want it more. Well, that's you because you never wanted anything. Okay, I know I said I was going to let him talk, but I still can't get over those first comments uh, that they wanted more. Here's Randall on uh, what has to change and uh, intensity following this loss due to the fact that the offensive rebounding being a struggle. Just uh, maybe they want it more. I don't know. Um, You know, that's been who we are all year, and uh, we got to find a way to, you know, step up and, and make those plays if we want to keep the season alive. Julius, to that, where do you go to find that in the middle of a series? Um, I look within. That's all I can say. Look within. How bad do you want? It? 
So he says about how bad you want it. We're going to find out. I mean, to me, if I was running the Knicks, Julius Randle would be playing for his Knicks career in game five. Like, uh, I I can't watch Julius Randle and Tibbs as a combo in the postseason anymore. I, I know it's unrealistic to think that both of these guys will be gone after the season, given how they both performed this season. And that's fine. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, ask for things that aren't possible. But I just don't know as an organization how you can continue to put out that combo, a coach who doesn't hold his best player accountable, who's slow to make adjustments, and keep also that best player who doesn't show leadership when it matters most, doesn't show heart when it matters most. Julius Randle's a front runner. Like, I don't know how much, like, we've seen now enough evidence with him. Like, if things are going well, the team is winning, and he's shooting well, and he's playing well, and he's getting accolades, he's making all star games, it's all good. Anytime there's any level of adversity, Randall is the first guy you can't count on. He's the first guy you can say, okay, well, adversity is hit. We know we can't count on him to help us in this situation. Like It's so crazy to see how the season has flipped where all the attention has been on RJ and his struggles and stuff. And yet in, in, the, in the most dire situations and in the situations where it's back against the wall and it's you know kind of last stand situations, you see the effort RJ has given. It hasn't been perfect. I'm not saying he's playing the greatest. Because he missed some options beyond Lowry kept beating him to balls, but he's giving you something. And the fact that you're getting nothing from Julius Randle, the fact that I look at this and say, well, at least he shot eight for 13, even though it's a game where he had six turnovers and six fouls, and say that's a good game from Julius Randle. This is a guy who's an all star, all NBA player. You cannot, you cannot win with this guy. You can't win. The, the, the perfect example of that two, two examples. The uh, second quarter, makes a lazy drop pass to Jalen Brunson, Gabe Vincent swipes in, steals it, goes in for yeah. the layup. Julius Randle throws his hands up in the air. Oh, oh, geez. Instead of running back, Bam Adebayo runs back. Of course, Brunson sprints back, tries to get a defensive position, makes Vincent miss the layup. Bam gets the rebound and dunks it, you know, two points. As as Bam is dunking it, Randall crosses half court and, and jogs back onto the screen. Um, incredibly frustrating. And also think about the – the. Uh, I'm not even going to read too much into the, the comments, but it, it is it, – it, it, part of that's leadership. Part of that's, you know, uh, you know, the reason CEOs make a lot of money is not just because they're the smartest, they make decisions, it's how they – you know they 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 rally the troops and 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 yeah. leaders and and all that stuff's part and parcel of being a great player. Brunson, I need to get better. This is on me. Uh, you know, even Mitchell Robinson has said I have to play better. This is not this is not who I am. They count on me to rebound. I need to do better. R.J. Barrett, we need to show more effort. And 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 Julius Randle, I, I have I haven't heard him say I've been I, I need to step up. I you know this. this is I don't funny. think I've ever, I don't think I've ever ever heard Julius Randle say anything about himself. Anytime he's talked about this team or struggles this team's had in the four years he's been here, every time it's always been, well, I guess we got to do this or I don't know. I guess we. It's always that, and I'm not, he's not the most loquacious guy in these right. press conferences, so he's not giving us a lot anyway. But I've rarely ever heard, you know, I need to be better. I need to. St-. I've never heard him say that ever. And and I haven't and and I haven't heard and obviously we haven't heard the coach say it, you know, like we haven't heard the coach yeah, say we, we need our it. leading scorer to be a force you know, and not just on the offensive end. We need our highest played player to play with effort to compete to show. You know, you think Riley would? You know, wasn't the best coaches aren't afraid to tackle? You know, the 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 the, the, the star. I mean, Phil Jackson routinely beat with Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal. 
and would eviscerate them in the media if he didn't think that they were playing up to their standards. But so, but in this in this crazy bizarre world that Tom Thibodeau has created, somehow Julius Randle of all people is above reproach. It's ridiculous. It's amazing that we're here in the second round, and, and likely it seems that a lot of the questions we'll have in the offseason were the same questions that we had coming into the season. Can Tibbs and Randall coexist? And what's the it's ceiling crazy, of the team? And it's it, it, it is wild that the fact that we've circled all the way back here. But and in it's, some ways, yeah. in some ways, I think we're here in part because of the success. I almost yes. think like if this is yes. a team that yes. was like a seven or eight seed. And 